Rob, sing the song. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Welcome to this episode of the Disaster Dads. Thank you very much for listening and thank you very much for uh, downloading us. Uh, make sure that you rate us on all your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, and you can find us on the Twitters at Disaster Dads and on the Facebook at Disaster Dads. Uh, one of these days we will actually, as I look back, I don't think we've actually tweeted out that we have a new episode for uh, 2018. So uh, this one will definitely be uh, be put out there. And so um, <laughs> we'll get that going. Ah, but yes. So again, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I would like to start out by uh, giving a uh, congratulations to Disaster Rob. Uh, it is post Super Bowl, and he is still uh, being that eagle flying high. So uh, at some point, we would like him to sing. And um, condolences go to um, uh, Disaster Dan for you know everything. No Sorry. condolences. Your quarterback can't catch a ball. End the story. <laughs> I almost had a heart attack. My friends thought I was going to puke all over the living room at how stressed I was. I couldn't sit still, bouncing up off the couch at every moment. Almost woke the kids about 17 different times from yelling. Uh, When it finally ended, it actually took my friend behind me sitting there going, that's it, for me to actually realize that the game was over and a good 12 hours to sink in that they had actually won. And I've I've been excited since. When was the last win? This is the first Super Bowl the Eagles have ever won, so it's it's oh, a big deal. It's been a while. It, it's actually yeah, I think the term is only Super Bowl the Eagles <laughs> ever win. First, only you call it what you want. Either way, it's it's kind of a big deal around Philly. It it's still there's it's still a win. It's, it's the Super Bowl the Patriots did not win. Right. So yeah. you could look at it that way. <laughs> I kind of think of it as like when we were growing up, when either the Broncos or the 49ers didn't win. It's like, I don't remember, you know, right. I remember who was in it, but not who won it. I just remember that, you know, the Broncos or 49ers screwed it up somehow. And then it was, I think there was like one year where they did play each other and it was like, it, it didn't seem like it should have happened. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to explain it to someone. I was like, yeah, I agree. It's like, I just remember the Broncos seemed to like always get in the Super Bowl and then never win. And I can't honestly remember the year that they won. I remember it was a big deal, but they always like, got in and it would always lose but that's just it's me good that, good story good story yeah. i'm from ohio and i'm you know the browns haven't won shit so <laughs> whatever this winning thing is you guys have stop talking about it oh come on you guys won that first round draft pick fair and square <laughs> yes which will squander on a quarterback who ain't gonna do shit uh and there's only I, yeah I haven't even watched a full football game in four years, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. True story. But so anyways, big a big happy congrats within the Disaster Dads family for that. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Yes. For all your you know all the work that hard work and talent <laughs> yeah. that led the Eagles to that, the that I brought to the Eagles. <laughs> yes. All my hey, all my superstitions paid off apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
You do what you do. Um, but so for moving beyond the Eagles and their amazing streak that they went on, uh, this episode is uh, just going to be a short kind of check-in. We were thinking about, um, you know, what has kind of happened over the past year, some things that we could maybe provide provide updates on. Uh, and it just happens that on this uh, on this episode we have two dads that are first-year kindergarten parents. And so just kind of check in with Dan and Robin how they are doing. And then um, I'm in the process of doing kindergarten kindergartner preparation, kindergarten preparation. I'm not preparing a kindergarten. It sounds like I'm trying to grow kinders, but I'm um, I'm going to, you know, getting ready for that. And then Joe is doing pre-K prep. Um, so we'll kind of just check in and see if Joe's doing any of it or if uh, Miss Disaster Joe, Joe is doing Joe, ask, ask Mrs. Joe how it's going. <laughs> Hold on, I'll be right get back. back. Let get me go back get her. <laughs> yeah, but so uh, so we do that. So uh, I guess since you're in the the top left corner, uh, Dan, how is your uh, how's your year going so far? With one. So in here's how to pre- here's how to prepare for your child going to kindergarten. Anytime it's remotely cloudy, or <laughs> uh, sun goes behind a cloud. Hold your kid out of school. Totally ruin your day at work, um, and pr- pretend that the entire world is ending because someone somewhere said that there could be bad weather. Right. I, I had that, that farther my, down on the so list, but current, let's just jump into that. So snow days in our area are a frigging con game. It is ridiculous. There was. Yeah. There was a day, there the week after Christmas when they all go back, or I guess the week after New Year's, whatever that is. Who cares? Anyway. Yeah, first week of January. First so week of January. Got, they've already got the Monday off for New Year's, the second. Right. So so it's it's cold that week. The, fir- the first day back, that Tuesday, I don't know, it was probably like 25 degrees out. I think it was colder than that. Maybe even colder, colder than that. Okay. Let's, say, yeah. let's say it was like... 15. Are we we'll factoring in wind chill or not? Are we going with actual temperature? There was no. This was the day where there was no wind chill. It was it just was still, cold. yeah. It was the teens and twenties. Right. Was butt cold. And and our county comes out and says, "Hey, all the buses are started. We're ready to go. Put your kid in in uh, layers and out. yeah, rub some dirt on it. Let's go." And I'm like, "I like it, county. I can get behind this. This is how this is how we're doing it." So that happens. The next day, it's the exact same weather. They cancel school. Yeah. What? The, and this this was the, the year prior. There was a whole, you know, craziness of they didn't come, you know, no one came in early to start buses or get schools, you know, the heater going or anything. And it was like this actual proactive movement. It was like, my wife and I were amazed. Like, this is great. We were in just, we had the conversation like an hour prior to the email yes. coming out of like, it's going to be a snow day tomorrow. And yeah. yeah Oh, we've started the buses. We're ready to roll. Bring them in. And yeah. Then, and it's just uh, gotten. You know what? Yeah. Closed. And it's just gotten progressively worse where this past week there was forecast for potential freezing rain uh, overnight, like Tuesday to Wednesday, I think it was. Right. <clears throat> Never dips below freezing. So we wake up. But even still, forecast. Oh, but it was like perfect timing. It was like. 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. there could be freezing rain. 
Right. So, so the Reynolds county the night before, around at, at right. eight thirty one. The, the county the night before is like, hey, we're going to do a two hour delay, and we're like, well, weather hasn't uh, even happened yet, but all right, that's fine. Yeah, that ma- that made sense. That we were expecting that two hour. We delay, wake up. Yeah. We wake up the next morning. It had never dipped below freezing. Our street was pristine, not even, not a drop of ice. There wasn't even dew on the grass. (laughs) They canceled school. Yeah. I go on a rant of epic proportions that was apparently, I have been told, so unbearable to deal with that my wife actually said to me, our marriage will not survive another 12 years of you complaining about snow day policy. So she says to me, I want you to just take all of that anger and just bottle it up on the inside. <laughs> you, know, you know what you got to do? Here you do. I'll, my neighbor is great for his, he's well known for his rants against, against snow days as well as Metro. What, make it public. Get your therapy out to everybody and just post those rants to Facebook. That's what my neighbor does, and they are hilarious. Yeah. And we all agree with them. You have an anonymous uh, profile that you can handle on the Disaster Dads page at right. DisasterDads.com or on our Twitter account. Well, as, we, as we've said before, for legal reasons, I am not allowed right. onto the Twitter account. But you know, uh, we now, haven't actually tried a blog from the, the page. You could try just to Right. To do your own little, we could put it up. You know what grinds my gears? We could do your own corner. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because that's what we need more social media <laughs> presence and responsibilities. Right. I think it would be a crackerjack job with the ones we currently have. I think that would be good. That'd be a good side benefit. You're a good writer. Take advantage of your skills. And you're an excellent ranter. So good writing and ranting, you'd be great. It's true. It is my sweet spot. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> now, the most recent <clears throat> snow day happening was, was it just earlier this, earlier this week or last week? Last uh, week. Yeah. I get yeah. alerts via text message and email. But they, like, There's seven ways that <laughs> the schools are letting us know that their clothes yeah. are delayed. They actually sent out a mistake text that school was closed. It, it, the text read, school is closed Missiles tomorrow. incoming. Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah, basically. Uh, you know, school's closed tomorrow, and I was like, okay, what about today? Are we, I'm like, are they closing two days in a row for questionable rain? And they then they correct it to just closing for like Wednesday or something. So that was a fun one. Honestly, I would rather get a faulty ballistic missile incoming text <laughs> than a faulty <laughs> school closure text. <laughs> it's just in our area, there are so many different jurisdictions. And I live right on the line from the, the county that serves our, our preschool that we follow their policies. And then my neighbors behind us are in a different jurisdiction. So we're always not going and they're going. Like it's that. Yeah. That what board. does your does your preschool follow the county or what? The county. Yeah. But they're oh, see our preschool. God bless them. They follow the federal government. There yeah. you go. So, yeah, if they followed the school system, uh, we would yeah, be so next ours. level fucked. Yeah, no, we're yeah. It's, it's and there's E rating. The the uh, <laughs> you got automatic. There, the what I like is that you know my wife being a former county teacher and some of the other P 
people in our neighborhood, they were all talking like some of the things they should do is because the county's so huge, just break it into sectors almost or you know little yeah. divisions. And it's like, all right, you know what, Division One, you're closed today because yeah, your roads are terrible. But Division and apparently two, they can't do that because some kids go to this school and blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. you know what? And my, right. my neighbor, my you neighbor got bus drivers who. Yeah, my neighbor had that deal where both her kids went to different schools that would have been in the you know, hypothetically different sections and be like, hey, you know what? The older sister's going to school. The younger brother's staying home. Those yep. two can duke it out as the who hates who at that point. Right. Yeah. I mean, the thing. So growing up in New England, where I grew up in Massachusetts, all of the towns were incorporated. So they all had their own school systems and ran their own their own systems yeah right whereas in virginia that's not really the case and so you you have towns but they all rely on the county wide system to do a lot of this stuff and yeah it's just it's ridiculous but i mean the other thing that is so i mean that is true but here's the other thing so even though, yes, there could be different weather in one part of the county than the other, the threshold at which weather yes. becomes oh. a thing is ridiculous. It's, two it's inches of snow, trick. two inches of snow, forget it. Forget it. That's not a problem. That's why they have boots. Right. Yeah. You know, kids uh, already I, have so much gear, so much more gear now that it doesn't even matter. Like, they, send them to school. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I, I zoned out. My wife's a teacher, so like she, we don't care about snow days here. <laughs> well, moving beyond that, uh, yeah, it's just you know the threshold is so low, and I don't know if it's just here or like you were saying, Dan. Like, growing up, I can only remember like we'd have one snow day a year, and it was a because it was so cold the diesel froze and they couldn't get the school buses started. Or there was one time it was so cold, but it was an inversion, so we all got to go skiing because the mountain was warmer than it was in the valley. Like it didn't snow days weren't really a, a thing or anything like that. It's a threshold, and I get it. Like they can handle different things in Montana because snow is nine months of the year versus you know here in the Northern Virginia area. Because it's Montana. But that's what I'm. Yeah. I know. I get it. It but, snows in May. But I'm. Uh, the la- I went skiing on fresh powder on the 4th of July once. That was awesome. Oh, my God. But, yeah. yeah that Weirdo. Was cool. But, like, here's the thing. <laughs> but, I mean, but, but you're saying it, it, that you're right. The county is so big. They have to figure something out because you can't be impacting that many people. And if it really comes down to they're trying to get out. Uh, I learned it's the uh, Six Flags rule. No, King's Dominion rule, whatever, whichever one is here. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Virginia. You have to have so many in order to be able to open before Labor Day that you have to have so many snow days a year. Yeah. So early in the season to make sure that they hit their cap or whatever the quota is, um, they have a hair trigger for canceling school. It's just ridiculous. But but here's another thing that drives me crazy uh, about the way that our county deals with snow, which is if there is a snow day. Why don't you have the custodial staff come in to clean off the sidewalks and everything so that the next day you can open? Like there are so many multiple closure days because the plows haven't gotten to the schools in the county that it's crazy. Yeah. 
No, there's there's something amiss with some of the process, and I I don't have a uh, I don't have I a good kind of answer wish for that, it, but yeah, I really wish that Frank was here because he is a total snow day apologist, right. <laughs> and I would love to get get his take and destroy it. But right. um, well, I mean, he is trying to talk right now, but like last week, he's having trouble with his microphone. So yeah, well, you know. It's always good to get perspective from other parts of the country as well. So, um, Robin, do you want to throw in anything about snow days down where you are in Texas? No? Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. thanks. Really good points good, there, good, Robin. Good we'll time. have to take that to heart and uh, reflect on that <laughs> a little bit. But, but Texas, like uh, Atlanta and some others, you predict snow there. Just the prediction will be enough All right. to... Let, let's unpack that for a second. Texas, like Atlanta. Well, I meant so we're to mixing say states. Hey, it's, We're it's, getting very politely worded hate mail uh, from the yeah. South on that one. Well, I don't want to say, handle their snow. look, I, I don't want to say who you sound like right now with the state and the city and not knowing the difference, but we might want to move on. Uh, I'll tweet something out later. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So snow days aside, personally, parentally, how, you know, the, we, we should probably get into how the kids are doing. I'm sure that's what the listeners want to know. Yeah. I'm more interested in how the, uh, how the dads are handling it. Um, I mean, just from my, just from my baseline, we're right now at a co-op preschool. So we have to go in, like do all these mandatory trainings. I can't wait for all of those like parent type things to be over. So, Eric no. teaches on Mondays and Fridays. Fridays, and uh, the other parents teach on Tuesdays, <laughs> Wednesdays, and Thursdays. No, I go. I go in on every other Friday. Well, on my days off, I go into the preschool to help out in the classroom. Jeez. Yeah, talk about. Friday. Why do we not have pictures or video of that? That's what I want to say. God, it is- you know, I just say that one of my favorite moments at the firehouse of all time <laughs> was I was having a football game with Eric. And we noticed that there was a, two kids getting into a fight <laughs> under the bleachers. And we all drew straws, and Eric was the one who had to go back and break it up. So he goes back, and he huffs and puffs, and he says, Hey, guys, knock it off. What are you doing? Rah, rah, rah. Sort of scares them off, so they go off their separate ways, kind of grumbling about it. And we're laughing hysterically watching Eric do this. And then he comes back, walks out kind of sheepishly, and just kind of looks at us and goes, what have I become? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, they hadn't started hitting each other yet, but it was close or they were getting there. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I mean, it was like, I it was all those stereotypes. What are you doing? Get out from under the bleachers. You don't treat anyone like that. Yada, yada, yada. And there was like a crowd around and I, I went off to like a couple. Of, Why aren't you helping stop this? You just going to watch? Who are you? Oh. I'm down there, and I'm in a uniform. You need to listen to me right now. <laughs> nah, man, I would I would have let that played out. Well, we would have had to have taken let them tire themselves out. If I remember right, one was much larger than the other, and it would have been. Yeah, it was just heading towards paperwork, Rob. So we figured we. That's high school Darwinism. <laughs> now you pay attention to the field. Nah, your job nah. is the field. I never gotten in any fights in high school. There was one, but there's yeah. someone else walked by that they wanted to uh, injure more, and so I then ran home. No kidding. I just, <laughs> I just to. I lived a nice. block from the school, so I just busted home. I got suspended for fighting in high school. Oh yeah. yeah. Was, it a bar- was it a bartender that wouldn't let you get behind the bar? <laughs> Actually, 
after no, games. No, but once again, I was punching uh, above my Pun- weight, and uh, <laughs> I paid the price. I, I got suspended for one day, and he got three days, which should tell you who the winner and the loser was in that fight. Yeah. I just, Joe, you know, there's another time without any recording equipment down. I know a lot of the stories, but I learned many more the other week, and I just, I'll buy your bottle. And uh, I, there's a there's a lot of a lot to unpack a, there with Disaster Joe that I just would be finally would be fascinated to hear. I'm a complicated Let's just say guy. That there have been times that the title Disaster Joe has been an aptonym. Yeah. The name fits. Yeah. A little too literal and, sometimes. And Joe punching above his weight doesn't take much. No. No. Yeah. It's a stiff breeze, and he's punching above his weight. Yeah, you're basically you're looking for like a super featherweight there, and you're uh, you're gonna be in. Yeah, well, I, honestly, those kids that we broke up had more facial hair than Joe did. So, nah. oh, there you go. Sorry. No, thanks. You know, you've been really anyone on. with muscles is uh, <laughs> got my, the upper hand. My oldest, when I was putting on her pajamas tonight, she's like, "Daddy, I have, are you working out?" I don't know. She probably overheard. My wife talking about, Daddy, do you work out? No, I really don't. Not, I don't do that. I do feel my muscles. And she starts to like flex. I was like, she's like, Daddy, can I feel your muscles? I'm like, sure. She's like, you've got, it's okay, Daddy. You don't need to work out that much. It's like, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that, that I'm getting the approval of a four and a half year old here. I love that the four and a half year old basically gave you a, do you even lift well? <laughs> yeah. And I mean. They're little. She has no idea what she's saying, and she's spot it's on. Like, swole is the goal, size is the prize. <laughs> <laughs> it's lift a clock, mother. Fuckers. You know our our uh, our snack in the afternoon. Now we're just going to be measuring out uh, protein powder and putting that it's into just, the uh, it's cup. Cre- it's just, <laughs> just creatine. creatine. <laughs> it's creatine and gogurt. Okay. When you when you get the Rocky Roll Egg mug, <laughs> yeah. Can we do? We need to do some YouTube channel stuff. We she, can. Is she, make, is we she can punching? Is she punching that. raw beef in the basement? Not yet, but we can work on that. It's cold enough that we can have a meat locker down there. <laughs> but no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think at one point somebody <laughs> actually asked a serious question. Um, I think it was Rob, so shame on him. But um, uh, what was I thinking? Uh, the question about how the kids are doing. Um, well, and I mean, my kid's doing pretty well. She's liking it a lot. She's learning stuff, I guess. That's fine. Whatever. (laughs) Um, but no, she's, she's doing well. Um, I was surprised by the level of sort of, it's going to sound silly saying it, but sort of like academic rigor that comes in kindergarten now compared to what I remember of elementary school back in the day when I was in it. Like she's yeah, got they, homework. She has homework. Right as a kindergartner. Oh, we, don't have, we don't have homework. We have homework every week. Whoa. Multiple days worth um, for our kid. Um, so yeah, that that's um, so that was kind of interesting to deal with. Um, I will say, Eric, in terms of like dad, like how I was dealing with it, first day was like Actually, the the orientation. First of all, there's orientation now. Yeah. Uh, the orientation yeah. where we showed up, and the principal had written on the blackboard, "Welcome class of 2030," 
definitely hit me right in the feels. Um, cause I'm like, that's not that long away. Um, and like first couple days was definitely like kind of emotional to just like deal with that. Um, then you just kind of fall into the rhythm of it. You know, it's just like, it's just the new normal. And the kids are so adaptive that like she got into it right away. Yeah. Um, so she transitioned to the all day schedule pretty good. Or was she, was she already, already doing all day schedule? Okay. Because of uh, our daycare. So, um, yeah, she was fine with the schedule. And, um, yeah, so it, it's, um, it's been good. No, Rob? Yeah. We, we've also had a really good transition. And we went from, Kevin went from a half day preschool into full day. And I, I would almost say it's, it's the difference between boys and girls in that he, he took a little more time getting used to it and meeting people and, and getting into it. But now, you know, halfway through, he's into it. He, he enjoys it. Um, a lot of the, the stressors are reduced or, or not there that he may have been hitting. Um, the friends he's been making has been hilarious. Uh, they, there's two girls in the class that call him Kevy, and which we find <laughs> funny. Um, you know, oh. he shows, he shows up and gets out of the car and this girl runs up. We're like, getting that Irish charm Kevy. already. And I was like, what is this? How are you Kevy? Um, <clears throat> yeah. So that was pretty comical seeing that. Um, emotional wise, you know, when we started, uh, I think Jen was more emotional than I was. Um, that's just, that's just how we are. Yeah. Uh, Wait till the and, girl goes. Right. Yeah, exactly. Call Yeah. Call me in, in two years when it's time for her to go. Um, the, the school we're in, we, we don't have homework. <laughs> uh, in fact, I don't think this, the grade school does homework at all up until like maybe fifth grade. Uh, it's a long stretch before. What kind of hippie commune are you sending these kids Seriously. to? <laughs> um, I'm writing a letter. There is, and there's a lot of, uh, they do a lot of community a events. Um, it, we're pulling from a pretty diverse area, um, given one side of town and, and a section of the county we're in. Uh, so there is a lot of diversity, a lot of different, I think, backgrounds coming in and, um, financial backgrounds coming in. So that's that's good. That's a fun dynamic to work with. Uh, and they do have a lot of openings for parents to come in and volunteer with either the PTA or any number of other things. Uh, I actually go in once a week in a morning and read with the kids and help them practice reading. And, you know, they get, they get five minutes to come out away from class, um, sit in the hall and see people and, and grab a book and, and and just have fun reading with no pressure. So that that's one thing I've been doing. Um, I enjoy it. And it gives you kind of an end to see how the dynamic of the school day flows. And first off, I'm biased because I went to college at a, we had a very big education school at Hartford. So I knew a lot of teachers. I know a lot of teachers. I have a lot of respect for them. So it's just compl- always fascinates me as to, how they do their job and are into it every day. Oh God. I have to say that that is one thing that I definitely quickly realized both at the, the preschool that one of our kids still goes to and at the kindergarten now, which is I would last five minutes as an elementary school teacher 
particularly a kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Not even five minutes. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. Not just the teachers, but especially you know, I, I, I came from Catholic school, which was, it was 30 kids and one nun. I mean, that, that was the entire classroom. Yeah. I mean, they have, they have the main kindergarten teacher. They have a, a that's shocking. Teacher. Having they, seen you run drills, Rob, because <laughs> you're very laid back when you're teaching. So they they have the main kindergarten teacher. They have the assistant teacher. There's any number of special ed specialists that come in, and you know we'll work with. It. Yeah, they were they are special education specialists, but they work with any kid. It doesn't matter. Um, sure, they're supposed to focus on some kids to get them up to speed on whatever they need or or whatever their their specialty is. But the special ed teachers, the counselors, um, and you know, like I said, my wife is a former. It was in the school program, so I'm not being biased there. I'm not pay, being paid to say this. She's not standing behind me. Um, I do have amazing respect for all the teachers that are out there. No. Especially yeah. the ones that showed up to the church where you were. I'm making a joke. You're, you're, you're biased towards your wife. Anyway, no. uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> God. That was okay. a slow wow. burn. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of, have you guys listened to that podcast, Slow Burn? It's really good about one. No, I, no, I, I just, I. Oh yeah, I just finished it. Today. It's awesome. Yeah, it's totally Why worth it? it. What's slow burn? It's a, it's, it's a, a podcast, podcast about Watergate. Watergate. Jinx, you owe me a Coke, Joe. Damn, um, yeah. I said it first. I, I think it, I think it drops in the fall of last year. Yeah, it started, I like, just, I just picked it up. Yeah, it's de- it's definitely worth. They're like thirty minute episodes, whatever. Yeah. There's. Let, let's let's so. finish with school because yeah. I picked up a couple podcasts. We'll we'll shamelessly <laughs> plug those for free. So, yeah. So, um, <laughs> but no. So Dan, what you Dan's were, waving me off. Smart move. You know, so. what, what you're saying about you know trans. I'm I'm most concerned about trans the transition because right now the oldest is doing uh, preschool from nine to twelve. Like every now and then she has something. So she's she's pretty much done with her nap stuff, but. You know, she still needs that rest period, and if she doesn't get that, it's you know makes the later in the day when I get to see her a little rougher. She um, so for us, we're still trying to figure out which which school to go to. We feed into um, we feed into one, and then we are surrounded by a whole bunch of like small little you know K through five, a K through eight, and yeah. pre K. I mean, I think there's a couple ways to go about that, and th- that is something that. We're a little. We're already thinking about that for our younger one, who's still like. By the time that our older one was the age that our younger one is now, she'd given up both naps. Whereas our younger one will still nap like a boss. Yeah. In the afternoon, um, you know. First of all, I mean, the difference between now and six months from now, that that's still a really big jump in maturity. Yeah. For kids of this of this vintage. Cause I mean, they're still so, I mean, they're all getting older really, really fast, but six months is going to be a big difference there. And, you know, kindergarten's the year to kind of pull the bandaid off. Right. I mean, it's like at some point you got to just kind of do it. And obviously, yeah. I mean, if, if that's something that's really a big factor for her, then, then I'd say, you know, you got to figure that in. But also at some point, you know, once you start getting into elementary school, that's going to be, there's gonna be less ability to accommodate that, and so she's gonna to have to just. Oh no! Yeah, and I I figure she'll do, it, but that's just one of the things I've been. Well, yeah, it's a tough about. it's a tough one to think about. Oh, absolutely. She, we thought about it 
we, we do run into that where with um, with our kindergartner, you know, our the school day for them is so much more rigorous now than it was when I was a kid where in terms of actual just recess time, they get like 20 minutes a day. Yeah. It. Um, and there's other stuff where they're, you know, they've got gym and they're running around and they do other activities where there's a lot of physical stuff involved, but um, they don't get a ton of just like run around, be crazy pants time. Um, now ours go to before care and after care. Okay. Um, because of our schedules. So, um, it's funny. Our oldest is like a gym rat. She's in the gym all the time. Like, and she doesn't care. Like she's playing football. She's doing like whatever it is with like the fifth grade boys. Cause she's like, if they're in the gym, I'm there. Like I just <laughs> be running around and we're like, great, do it. You know, she's, we uh, you were joking about the creatine and go but you really were doing that. Well, no, that's the, that's the McCary plan. McCary <laughs> method. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, no, no, the McCary thing is you you stay kind of small on the average side and and you end up a squirrely one that you you can't, can't determine what's going to happen. You, you, you you make up for your lack of size with your, your, um, um, oversized rage and, (laughs) uh, yeah, let that carry you through. Right important no so we're you know we've been going to the different schools and we tried one of them has like come try us out like drop your kid off for a day so they can we can get a picture of what they're like you can get an idea if they like it here type of thing and i you know uh my wife was sort of nervous and then kind of got me nervous about it too not nervous but just like it was the longest time she'd been away from either one of us or her her uh, nanny her daycare provider like mm-hmm. she was with strangers for a whole day and that was the longest stretch. And so, um, ironically, actually it was during a, uh, unexpected government holiday. And so I got to go, uh, do pickup and so get to see And she was like thrilled. Like, so it helped me out a little bit. Like she yeah. was, she was tired, but she had had a good time and it was, you know, it was fun for her, but it's something I still process as I, you know, today dealt with, slight meltdowns at the end of the day because she she couldn't lay down or rest because she had to go straight to ballet after you know we went out for lunch or something else so it's like oh, yeah. yeah this could be a five day a week thing and so i get yeah. to walk home at you know five o'clock five thirty, and she's super crankmeister for the hour that you get to see her but. so the, i would say the transition is definitely harder on the parents trying to get the schedule and the rhythm going and having your kid away for the whole day with someone yeah. else um, yeah. but once you get that rhythm going it, it's definitely easier everybody falls into it um, as far as like naps and rest for the first I want to say three almost four weeks uh, maybe even longer the kindergarten that Kevin's at they did have like a morning quiet time yeah they uh, do quiet time they'll they'll do quiet time like right now and but, but sessions they, as I call them they, yeah once they got a, a basis of how the kids were doing, they, they started to phase that out of not being every day. And then now it's, they don't do it. You know, they no. have two recess, they have their, their specials, their special classes, like the library, gym, art, what have you. And, you know, they roll through it. And, um, so, you know, again, he comes out smiling, you know, four days out of five. 
Just yep. a question. So, Dan, you get one recess a day. Rob, you get two recesses a day. Aren't they sort of like standardized, the kind of stuff? Or is that just really dependent on the makeup of the school, how many kids, the space they have available? I mean, is there a lot of ifs and thens types of things that go on? I mean, just totally curious now that you said that. I... Apparently not, Eric. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't have the full facts to answer that. Sure. I'll go with since yeah. they apparently have different schedules, I'm going to go with. Yeah, they can have different schedules. <laughs> I, just, I didn't know there was like a, I knew that you had to do certain numbers. Like we were just talking about, you have to have X number of I days. Mean, let's put it this way: Occam's razor would suggest that they are allowed to have different. <laughs> Frank, back me up on this. You know stuff about school schedules. Yep. All right. All right. That, that's good. Thanks, yeah. Thanks. Strong so, words so we, by Frank. Yeah, I, think I know. So we were right. I, I was wrong. Take that, I was wrong. Take that to heart and really process that this week. I apologize for for my statements and uh, I retract them for the record. <laughs> but so anyway, so we're in that process right now. And you're looking at Joe. You're looking at like a pre-K right now, right? Yeah. So we've got a uh, my son's three and a half, going on four, and so preschool next year out of the out of the in-home daycare and. Made me realize so we he's visited. Still, he's still in, in in home. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it made me realize there's um, about a half a dozen preschools in our area that we can choose from, which is nice. I mean, I, a lot of people are stuck with like one or two, if they even have a pre-K in the area. But um, my God, one of them is literally like, uh, I guess, open concept office would be the most comparable thing to describe it. Oh. Um, you have like clusters of classrooms and i'm using air quotes right now um where you have like 15 20 kids and then there's like one of the like the kitchen home ec area where you know the kids can play play mom and dad and there's 20 more kids on the other side of that and there's nothing else really in between them so it's just constant noise um there was the daycare or the preschool we looked at that um the parking lot yeah the, uh, the parking lot was shared with a car wash. So as you exited <laughs> the preschool, you had to make sure your, yeah, you had to make sure your kid didn't get run over by a, a car leaving the car wash. That was entertaining. Um, so yeah, I think we've made a pick. Um, it fortunately is the one closest to our house, which is good. Uh, also probably uh, the most expensive one we looked at, which wait, wait, is, don't, don't tell us we're going to have a special signing day yeah. episode where, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. Make that he's going to sign it. And then Joe's wife is going to stand up and walk, walk away up the table. <laughs> yeah. We'll make, uh, Mom, we'll make that a video pod. Yeah. But you were saying there's so. one at the car wash. There's one down in our area that's next to a Rockland's barbecue. And it's the same thing. It's an open concept, but when you go to it, you have to drive by the Rockland's barbecue and the whole school smells like barbecue. Like so, is that oh. the one you're picking so you can hit Rocklands every day for like? Yeah. I did. I did put a vote in for that when, when things yeah. are moving forward. But yeah, I'm gonna pick up my daughter. Can I get an order of bird ends? Yeah, the open concept was a little hard for me to to grasp because it was it was like. I think a lot of I think a lot of them are kind of open concept e, but they each have their own. Like ours is, I guess, kind of open concept, but. Um, each class is sort of in its own space. Well, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's less of a thing than you think it will be. But, it, but it's, yeah, no, it's the open it sounds, ceilings. Like you can't it separate sounds it out. Yeah. like the seventh circle of hell. Yeah. When you walk in there and all the kids are there, it is insanity. Again, I don't know how they do it. But um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Well, the open concept one had a lot of other negatives that we didn't 
we didn't like. Um, but uh, it was just it, it was but, too too open. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I I assume, I'm, I assume Joe is doing this already because he already follows everybody. But um, if you guys are not following Los Feliz Daycare, yes. Oh my um, God, yeah. Yeah. best Twitter account. It ever. is truly amazing. The tagline yeah. is "We only accept um, non-inoculated children." Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. No. So Rob, get on that. Oh, Joe already clued me into it long ago. <laughs> yeah, and now now I'm looking it up, so that's that's good. Just to get some laughs as we go through this. Right. I was doing the same thing. I'm not paying attention to this at all. It's uh, important. Um, important. Remember, laughs. we're not saying recess anymore. It's supervised planting, creative expression, and soul searching <laughs> hour. Let's see. I'll take an hour of that. Uh, uh, well, anyways, it's uh, it's good to know that it's survivable. Uh, uh, I think in our area. Uh, signing day is early March. Like all of the locals will let you know if you've been accepted or not. And so then you have to make a decision uh, within like three or four days. Um, so more updates on that. But right. uh, yeah. Oh my God. And so for those that can't tell, Joe is just scrolling through Twitter and laughing hysterically, <laughs> trying, to, trying not to snort into his microphone. <laughs> but it's not, not going to happen. Um, LaCroix, LaCroix, aged 51 months, is being cyberbullied for her lack of flavor, quote unquote. This is misguided and rude. I just like, <laughs> Shonda's au pair dropped her off with McDonald's breakfast today, so now she attends a perfectly suitable daycare in Glendale. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh... Uh, should you have any thoughts or questions about snow days, uh, hit us up, let us know. Um, also, this uh, episode should be dropping just before Valentine's Day. If you have not purchased your uh, requisite one card for every student, uh, handmade, uh, and then one for all the teachers, uh, make sure you get on that. Um, and Or hopefully you have a loving and wonderful spouse that did that for you already. Uh, and also don't forget something for them. Uh, you can still buy chocolate and it, at the Seven Eleven. Yeah, well, hide that it? receipt. If you didn't get anything yet, you're screwed. Uh, no, there, there's. You pay for that rush shipping. It, I <laughs> my goal is to keep it underneath double the cost of you know. So the shipping should cost just a couple dollars less than the item I'm purchasing. Than the actual item. So that's, that's smart. That's my goal. My wife got me a truly amazing Valentine's Day gift this year. We are not doing Valentine's gifts. That's good. I thought okay. you maybe just draw a heart somewhere on the wall in the the renovation somewhere, <laughs> and uh, have that just be a permanent on the floor or behind some sort of. Or just draw a heart on the wall after the renovation on the know, subfloor. Eraser yeah. handles anything. That'd be good. So, all right. Well, uh, as always, I appreciate uh, the dads for joining us. And uh, sharing their thoughts and letting me know that things are survivable. Uh, again, any questions, hit us up on the Facebooks or the Twitters at DisasterDads or DisasterDads.com. And with that, we panic so you don't have to. Thanks all. Bye. <laughs>